to Rich working with you to get rich with crypto, filling our pockets with crypto profits. And in this video, I'm going to be talking about this game. Uh, let me show you a little bit of this game first. Let's have a go. Now these are the team from Omni. Omni is 51% owned by Minex Systems. And this is in their office in Kiev. I've been to this office. I have played this game as a prototype. I've done a couple of videos about it, including one about a week ago, which I shall link in the description below. Please do go ahead and watch that. And what I'm going to be doing in this video is I'm going to be talking about some about the game and how Minex Systems are looking at launching the game and what their plans are for the game. Now, I want to let you know none of this is investment advice. Do your own due diligence and don't invest any more than you can afford to lose. All I'm doing in this video and all my other videos is sharing with you what I'm discovering as I travel along on the blockchain. This is an augmented reality game. It is um, a multiplayer game. And what you're actually, what you see, so there's, I've actually played this game in while it was in development when I went to Kiev. I, I, I wasn't very good. Uh, but what you actually see is um, you play the game through your smartphone or your tablet. And what you see is the scene that you would see through your camera of your smartphone or your tablet. So the guy over there walking backwards in the black jumper, he's not playing. He can't see the monsters, but these two can. And they're shooting the same monsters. And it's multiplayer for up to 20 players. And um, what is it? Minex Systems are the, are the company that launched Minex Coin and Minex Bank and Minex Pay. Now, Minex Bank is the world's, is a trust, maybe the world's first cryptocurrency trustless savings bank, which actually pays interest on the Minex coins that you hold in your own wallet. I've been, I've been invested in Minex coins since about November 2017, a month after the ICO when I found it. And um, what I do is I hold the Minex coins in my wallet. I have the private keys. I register my wallet at the Minex bank website. And as long as I keep the wallets in the coins in my wallet, I get paid interest. And right now that is for, um, it can be as high as 45% per year, depending upon the number of coins you have and how long you hold them for. And where Minex Bank gets that money from is uh, from a reserve that was set aside from the IOS, sorry, from the ICO, and also from um, mining fees. Minex coin is a proof of work coin, and some of the fees for the transactions go to replenish the reserves in the Minex Bank. Now, the other... Uh, thing that Minex Systems have launched is Minex Pay, which is a globally available cryptocurrency MasterCard. So if you're in the US, you can apply for this card. If you're in China, you can apply for this card. In fact, there's only, I think there's five countries in the world, those that are sanctioned by the United Nations, they're the ones that you that can't apply for this card, but anywhere else you can apply for. I've got an affiliate link in the description below. Uh, please go ahead and use that. It supports me, supports the channel. And what happens is you've, you register on the website, complete KYC AML, you order the card, they're looking to be sent out end of February, beginning of March, and then you can use that card wherever uh, MasterCard is, 
can be used so in ATMs and in point of sale services and I've used the the card in the UK and um, you can currently you can load it with Bitcoin and with MNX and they plan to add more currencies in due course but this video is about this game which also is going to be part of the MineXCoin ecosystem so the games the game's name currently is rifters.ar they're going to have to change the name of the game um, Boris told me this there's a this is just the name while it's in development not when it launches these are the team uh, Maxim Petkov Alexander Piatkov Roman Guro now I have an interview coming up with Maxim and also Alexander Topolo not this Alexander another Alexander he is the COO of Minex systems if you have any questions about Minex pay or Minex bank or anything regarding Minex systems including this game please put it in the description below or go ahead and join the telegram group and ask your questions there and you know have that as part of your due diligence so these are the people behind who have designed the game and set it up and then these are the advisors Boris Shuliev business angel investor entrepreneur blockchain enthusiast and professional economist including he was an advisor to the Ukraine Central Bank for a while he is also um, he has also been the chairman or the CEO of one of the largest construction companies in, in the Ukraine so he's a successful business person the other person Jeff Burton is the co-founder of Electronic Arts and the ex-CEO of Electronic Arts Sports now you might have heard of Electronic Arts if you're into gaming I'm not into gaming while I hadn't heard of Electronic Arts I had heard of some of their games so let's have a look this is the Electronic Arts website and the games that, that they have include Battlefield Anthem FIFA FIFA is an electronic arts game incredibly popular Sims I'd heard of that as well as FIFA all right these are just some of their games they also got need for speed and stuff right this is the this is a shot of the Omni team with Boris and Jeff in when he went to visit them all in Kiev so he is an advisor to the to um, Omni with regards to this game so why augmented reality it's a new rapidly growing market with an increasing number of smartphones which have AR core and AR kit as installed in their packages what are AR core and AR kit well AR core is the software for Androids and AR kit is the software for iOS which allows for augmented reality games to be played on them now augmented reality is like you know you play wherever you are and you have um, characters projected into your real life setting and you can see here the numbers of mobile phones which have the requisite software is going up and up and up and up and up as mobile phones get more powerful smartphones get more powerful and they get cheaper and the take-up increases in India there are currently 400 million smartphone users and that's expected to double over the next couple of years these are the current AR games you know not incredible graphics fairly simple uh, and they're not multiplayer I only found one other multiplayer AR game and that is limited to up to four people and the graphics aren't that great now even though these games are simple they had something like 13 million installs in half a year on iOS not too bad at all and what's exciting about the game is how Minex coin is going to be integrated into the game so what is Rifters AR? It's a first-person shooter game, mobile FPS RPG. There's a lot of uh, terminology here that I had to go and look up. 
So first person shooter, role playing game with short game sessions, move your physical body to evade attacks, play together with friends, cooperative gameplay for up to 20 players. Now the advantage of this is uh, for people say in the developing world who can't afford to buy a laptop or a desktop that you know smartphone entry much lower threshold you can use a smartphone much easier plus you can go and use play this game in the park or after work with a whole bunch of mates gather big raids to fight epic bosses meet mmorpg raid experience in real life massively multiplayer online role-playing games yes i had to look that one up as well Lots of different equipment with hundreds of modifications. Use weapons and magic to defeat your opponents. Level up your character and unlock new skills. Daily, weekly and monthly events with unique stories, gameplay and rewards. New adventure every day. Unique event-based craft system that creates goals for a player. And is perfectly monetized. Deep lore that can be learned through quests and events. <clears throat> so you go up levels. Uh, you can buy more... Um, well, I'll come to that. You can make in-app purchases to increase as your skill increases to buy more uh, weaponry and magic. The game is designed for a mid-core to a core audience. So what's a mid-core and a core audience and here a hardcore audience? So I would describe myself as a casual gamer. The last time I played a game was maybe two or three weeks ago when I was looking at Betverse. Um, and the last time I played a game before that, I can't remember. Cannot, cannot remember. That's me, a casual. You're not gonna make any money out of me, right? Hardcore gamers, they're the gamers that like they will, you know, devote the whole weekend or every spare moment they have down in their cellar or in their dungeon or their basement playing games, right? Midcore are people who will play games when time allows. So for example, on their journey to work or something, or they got a half an hour here, or they might schedule a session, you know, the odd occasional session with some friends and stuff. They're the, they're the ones where games make the most money because they're the largest rump of players. Casual players you're not going to make any money from. Hardcore, it's probably a very small group of players compared to the number of mid-core. And you can see that because in 2017, out of the 15 top-selling games, only one of them wasn't mid-core. So 14 out of the 15 were, were mid-core games. So we're creating fun and innovative gameplay. Here are some screenshots of the game. Played together with friends with up to 20 players. Here are three of the Omni team playing the game together on smartphone, tablet, all shooting the same monsters, which I think makes it really, really interesting. Really, really interesting. High quality assets, lots of different monsters. More screenshots. This is a first person. This is what you will see through your smartphone. And I have played this game. And I was rather poor. Here are some pleasant looking characters that you're out to shoot. Oh, this one. It's like, oh my God, that doesn't look attractive. I want to shoot that one. And that looks a bit dangerous. Uh, monetization. So how are they going to make money out of it? Well, a fun event-based craft system. Crafting process is divided into steps. Each step has three options that define the end result. Every option requires its own specific resources. And the more powerful option requires rarer resources. Any option can be bought for hard currency. So you can buy resources with hard currency. And this is a gacha game. Now I had to look up gacha. Before I go any further, let me tell you what gacha is, because I had no idea. Gacha games are video games that adapt and virtualize the gacha capsule toy vending mechanics. So you might have seen these. I've seen these in arcades in the UK. So the sun is falling on my face. I don't know what to do here, right? Because I've already set up 
Let me just shift a little. Um, you know, it's like where, where you have a, I, I've played this where, you know, I manipulate this mechanical claw that goes inside to pick up a teddy bear and stuff. So these are mostly free to play mobile games. Players spend virtual currency, which can be from a machine. However, real money is usually eventually spent to obtain the virtual currency and the opportunities to use it. Now, virtual currencies aren't that different from cryptocurrency. You could say that cryptocurrencies are a type of virtual currency, but an in-app virtual currency, an in-game virtual currency, only has any validity within that particular game. You know, you can't go and take it elsewhere. Whereas cryptocurrencies, anywhere where that particular cryptocurrency can, is accepted, inside the game or outside the game. Now, the gacha game model began to be widely used in the early 2010s, faring particularly well in Japan. And almost all of the highest grossing mobile games in Japan use it. So it's incredibly popular and effective and compelling. Here we go, back here, right? Two times per day, a player can open a gacha minigame with random rewards. The thing about random rewards is they're very, very um, addictive. You know, like it, I remember when I had a kitten, right, learning to have the kitten come to its name, I would call out its name and then I'd give it a little bit of dried food, right, and it would come. And then what I would do is every 10 times I would give it a little bit of dried food whenever it came to its name. And then what I would do, I would do it nine out of 10, and then eight out of 10, and seven out of 10, and six out of 10, and five out of 10, so it became more and more random. And actually that became way more compelling. The randomness of it made it way more compelling than if it was every single time. So Gacha gives resources and is the only source of ruins. Ruins are the only way to unlock passive skills in player skill tree. Gacha can be opened infinite times for hard currency. Ah, so it's so you can open it with two times per day. A player can open Gacha minigame with random rewards, but for hard currency, you can open it an infinite number of times. Hmm. So how do you get the hard currency? To start a fight, a player has to use a seal. Seals have different levels of rarity. Common seals simply give access to fight. While rare modify an encounter, where rare seals modify an encounter in unique ways and greatly increase rewards rarity. Player gets several common seals every day for free. And I couldn't work out what seals were. I found out what seal clubbing is, and I think seals are other players. Rare seals can be or, or the characters that you have to play the game. They can be obtained in fights or be bought for hard currency. So again, you can you can use your hard currency to um, up your skill level. M premium account, monthly subscription that greatly increases player comfort, has different levels which differ in prices and benefits. Okay, so a minnow, what it buys, craft options, these are the types of different accounts you can have. Gets for money rare, but very valuable upgrades for equipment. Monthly average, oh, ARPU, what was it? Average revenue per user. Uh, one to three dollars per per month, not a lot. Loan to value, ten dollars. Loan to, loan value of lifetime, right? Ten dollars over the lifetime that that is, this player will play, right? But a big wheel, same as Wheel Plus on World Top for a player in his clan. Global global game game community recognition, five thousand to two thousand monthly 
average revenue per user, that would be a hardcore gamer, right? I imagine the midcore here would be the dolphins, perhaps a, a big minnow, be about here. But if you have enough people playing it, remember the game's gonna be free to download onto your Android or iOS phone, but, to, but you need to spend money in order to um, access different levels and different skills and different um, weaponry. So the project started in quarter one, 2018, proof of concept demo raising $600,000 from a seed investor. Soft launch in Australia, quarter one, 2019. Any moment now, if you're in Australia, you're gonna be able to download this game for free. So if you are in Australia and you're watching this, uh, let me know in the comments below whether you're gonna download this game and uh, um, maybe we, once you've downloaded it, you and I can have a conversation which might even turn into a video. Quarter three, United States iOS launch with a massive promo campaign gaining first million installs in eight weeks. That's their game, massive, massive promo campaign, no doubt supported in the promotion by uh, Jeff Burton and all the context that he has in his many years in the industry. Uh, quarter four, 2019, European launch, five million installs till the summer end. Wow. And that's where they expect to break even. And then Asia launch in a year's time, 20 million installs total at the end of the year. Now, my understanding, one of the ways the game is going to work is that people uh, can make in-app purchases with Fiat, but if they have, if they have MNX in their wallet, they will be able to get the in-app purchases at a discount. And I'm going to find out more in my interview with Maxim and Alexander what the figures are. Now, there are no similar games with similar core go gameplay, but Rifters contains an advanced event system, so we assume average numbers will be the same as for a successful mid-core game. So day one, maybe 45% of people, day one downloading, day seven down to 20%, and day 90, maybe 5%, because people move on. We expect CPI, CPI, cost per install, to be low because of the augmented reality game base. Average CPI for a US... A iOS game is $1.88. We assume that Rifters will have a cost per install of $1. We expect it to have a high, to be um, viral, because people are gonna spread it around, right? Look, if you and I are playing, you come around my house and we start playing this game together, or I'm playing it, I say, hey, listen, come on, download it, put it on your phone. No charge, you can start playing. And then we might get into seal clubbing, which is where, because I've been playing it for quite a bit, I, what I do is I use my money and my advanced knowledge of the game to get advanced weaponry and then you're a novice and I beat you. And it's very, very satisfying, except then you want to exact vengeance. So what you do is you get some MNX so that you can buy weaponry and you can beat me back. And that's how it goes. And that can be rather compelling and addictive and fun to play, which is why, you know, multiplayer games are so much fun. You know, my, my son plays Minecraft and DBS and other games I don't know with his friends over the internet. Many, many people do that. Well, this you can do in your work setting, at your home, in the park, with your friends. Uh, high quality AR game should have lots of organic traffic, assumingly 50% from bought. Monetization, because our game is PVE only, we can directly sell power to the players. And this type of monetization has the highest ARPU. Now, I didn't look up PVE, so let's look up PVE. P, forgot to do that, PVE meaning. Player versus environment, uh, of course. 
Duh. Because our game is player versus environment, we can directly sell power to the players. And this type of monetization has the highest average revenue per user. We're also using the world's best monetization practices such as Gotcha, an upgradable premium account. Approximate ARP per daily active user in the US is 16 to 20 cents. So this is a pessimistic scenario of how much money they expect to make in US dollars. So the expend so the revenue is this in the red bar uh, that's incoming and the amount they're spending. And they reckon it could take about 20, looks like 21, 22 months to, months to break even on a pessimistic scenario. And on an optimistic or optimal scenario, uh, maybe about 18 months to break even. And then it's clean profit all the way through because it just spreads and spreads and spreads and spreads and spreads like a hockey stick. Okay, so if you want to know more, uh, join the Telegram group, ask more questions, watch out for that interview with Maximin and Alexander. Please put any questions for them in the description below. Comment, are you a gamer? Is this the sort of game that you'd like to play? How do you think this could impact the MyNextCoin ecosystem and also the value of MyNextCoin? And between now and when I see you next, please keep filling your pockets with crypto profits. And actually, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. All the best. Bye-bye.